Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Life and Torah of our Leaders. Tuesdays, 12 p.m., live with First Seder Bis Medjish, firstseder.org. Special welcome to our Torah Anytime viewers and listeners. Tobez Hashem be joining the Shir, the series of Shirim, sponsored by Rabit Saflis and Bottom Line Marketing Group. And uh, we thank him for his support. And Bez Hashem, be a schus for him and his family. So, <clears throat> for the last number of weeks, we've been talking about different Svardish Chachamim, mostly based on the city of Tzvas and around that area. And um, <clears throat> many times we've mentioned that these Tzadikim of Tzvas would mention the name of a, one of the great Gedolim in reverence, the Lashon of the Marbach. A few weeks back, of Levi Ibn Chaviv, when he referred to Zokin Shebehem Godol Mikol Doiroi Mari Abuhav. Rabbi Yitzchak Abuhav, which is mentioned hundreds of times in the Beis Yosef, as we will see, and as has been referred to Rabbeinu HaGadol many times, and I wanted to talk about him today. The only thing is that Interestingly enough, as great and as one of the foundations of our Psokim in Shulchan Aruch is the Maria Buav, at least part of the conversation, there's very little known about him. And today we're going to talk about Rabbi Tzikah but first we're going to talk about his Rebbe, which is another great Goin of Sfarad, who also very little is known about. And his name was Rabbi Tzikah Kanpantain. Kuf nun, pei nun, tezvav nun. Sometimes it's spelled with a lot of olives in there. Olives in there. Kanpantain. So to understand exactly which kufa we're talking about, we have to know some history. In the sefer called Seder Elio Zuta, that's not the Elia uh, Rabbe Elia Zuta. It's a different a history sefer from Belio Kapsali. So he says as follows: Vayimin Agzera Hivahala. He's talking about from that Gezerah and onwards, Rabu Hanusim Bisfard, we'll see in a moment what he's referring to, there were many Muranos, forced um, conversions in Spain. Now which Tkufa is he talking about? So he's talking about the following Tkufa, this is something that this past Tishabav, Tavshim Pei Gimel, we talked about a little bit Barichas and Shul during the Kinnites, the different Tkufas in Sfarad and tragedies in Spain, wasn't as golden as everybody uh, remembers it, so to speak, or thinks of it as, and um, so in the Sefer Shevi Yehuda, there's a letter that a, one of the Rishonim, Rav Chasdoi Krashkash, Krashkash was a Chasdoi Krashkash, is a, is a common Spanish name, and they were related, Rabbeinu Krashkash on, in, is one of the Rishonim that we learn. And um, so he has a letter that he wrote in the year 1392, Kufnun Beis, on the Gzairus that happened the year earlier in 1391, Kufnun Aleph. And a lot of times this is referred to massacres, and even the historians refer to it as a Spanish Holocaust. Um, obviously not on the Madrega of what we call the Holocaust, but we'll see in a moment. So he writes as follows, In Kufnun Aleph, Shafak Hashem Eish Chamosei HaGolus Yerushalayim Asher Besfarad, Hashem poured out His anger on the Golus of Yerushalayim in Spain, Vatetzi Eish Misavil, and the fire left Savil, Seville is in southwest Spain, and Rishchidish Tamas Kufnon Aleph. I'm not going to go through the whole letter, but he goes through in a lot of details there. And he writes and he says there were six or seven thousand people in Seville at the time. Most, some of them were killed, most of them converted, and some of them were sold to the Ishmaelim, to the Arabs. Um, many of them died, Al Kiddush Hashem. 
from there, now I, I, I uh, plotted this on Google Maps. It's very hard to see in the video over here. But uh, basically, Seville is towards the south of Spain. And as we go through, we're going to watch from place to place. It basically makes a line all the way till northeast Spain and then even into Mallorca, which is a, uh, a, um, a, an island off of the coast of Spain. So just to see the, the, the path how this mob, so to speak, and destruction went all the way from south west Spain, all the way up central and to northeast Spain. So it went through the city, started with Seville, it went to Cordoba, Toledo, and Shivasar Batam is in Toledo. He writes, many people died al Kiddush Hashem, Rabbonim, the children or descendants, it should be, of Rabbeinu Asher, the Rush, who was in Toledo. Um... Many of them converted, he writes. Then it was in Barcelona. Many of them were Mekadesh Shem Shemayim. Amongst them, this Reb Chastoy Krashkaish in Barcelona says, was my only son, Atzdik Olova Sadin. I will be Matzdik as Hadin, justify the din of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, that he was killed. He says, many of them in Barcelona actually killed themselves, like we find, you know, in, uh, in Germany, in the Crusades. Um, some of them threw themselves out of a tower they were trying to be protected in, and they didn't even reach halfway down, and they were already torn to pieces. Um, and the rest of the them who didn't kill themselves or get killed uh, converted. Then they went to Girona. We talked about Girona many times. There have been Yain and others in Girona. Um, and then Mallorca, which is that island off of the coast of Spain, Rishchidosh Elul. And um, these were, this was, and, 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 and the whole area, this whole area was totally destroyed um, by this, uh, by this, the Christians, by the Christians having them um, trying to, uh, to convert them. Um, now he writes, Anachnu Pai, now, he's, this is a year later, Medinas Argoin, we're in Argoin. Ein Peretz vein Hashem, and there's no trouble over there. Now, this, I, I printed out another map over here just to look at Spain. There were areas. Castile is what we've been talking about the whole time. All the G'dayle Castilla. Castilla, the Maribe Rav, they all came from there. This was Castilla. Um, and this is the area that was totally destroyed. Um, and over here in Barcelona, uh, Barcelona, and over here, Girona, this whole area. But this little area called Argoin is a province over here. That they skipped. And you, you see it sort of in the map as they went up through Castilla, then they hung a right. And they skipped Argon, Aragon, and the reason is, oh, we don't know why, but he says we're here, there now, and uh, there's not, no problems here. There's a sefer called Maisei Eifod, all this we talked about on Tishabab, and he writes over there, the sefer Maisei Eifod was in that kuf, he writes, Umi Adeya, and who knows why Kilos Argon was saved. He says, he says, I think the reason is, because the reason they were saved, L'Roiv Shkedosom Al Hatfilah, because they were very um, diligent about tefillah. They would get up early in the morning, and basically Yusaydaisam was in Hamizbairim, Asher Besefer Tehillais. They said Tehillim. The school of Tehillim is to give over, give forth a hashba, 
um, an influence, Vashkocha, and a special watching, and Ashkocha Sashem Alomazet. So he's saying a fascinating thing that the peace, people in Argoin they um, got used to get, get up early to daven, very diligent about davening, and to say Tehillim. Now I don't know if this means they said Tehillim while this tragedy was going on to save themselves. It sort of sounds like that. Um, and Bechlau, they seem to have a stress on Tehillim. And he says, this is the reason that I think that they were Taka saved. So now, that's the Tkufa. This happened in 1391. In 1391 was this massacre. Some say 50,000 Jews were killed um, throughout the whole area. Um, the way Rav Chastoy Krashka says, there was not a Jew left in Castilla. Very little. Most of them had converted or were killed. So the Elio Zuta, Elio Zuta that we mentioned before, from Elio Kapsali, when he started off and he says, from that Gezeira, Rabu Hanusim, there were many conversions in Muranos. So he says as follows, he continues, Rabim Nansu, many of them converted against their wills, Kiro Alem Cherev Chada, because they had the sharp sword that they saw. By Yachlifu Bigdeyam, they changed their clothing, Begoyeyam, to be like the Goyim. And he says, from that time and on, most of the Chachamim, Tamid Chachamim in Spain died. Vinisbatlu a yeshivas, Vishamim Hoilam, Vinishtakha Terakimat. And the yeshivas were bottled because all the cities that we mentioned, these were the places where all the main yeshivas were, and uh, Castilla for sure, and these other places, Barcelona, Girona, we've talked about these places. These were the places of the Rishainim, of the Ramban and Rabbeinu Yainan, etc., and the Ran. And um, it was this battle, the yeshivas for Shamim Oilam, and Torah was forgotten Kemat from Svarat. So it sounds like afterwards they resettled Castile and all these places. They resettled the area. But they didn't reestablish the yeshivas. And in fact, most of the people of Svarat went to um, other types of Chachmas philosophy and uh, other types of Chachmas Vayazva Ter B'Karen Zavis and Ter was left over in the corner and there wasn't one from the city two from each family Asher Oiskin but Talmud very few people were learning Talmud and then Vayokam Hashem Mashiach Yisrael and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, brought up and he erected a savior for Klai Yisrael as the Eishel Hagado, the great tree, Sinai v'Oikar Harim, the Sinai and the one who uproots mountains, HaChacham, HaRav Yitzchak Kanpantain. He was the one, the Hechzira Tera and he brought the crown of Tera back to its original place. Vasa Talmidim Harbe, and he had many Talmidim, Vasa Siogla Tera, and he made a fence for Tera, and he protected the Tera in order to rebuild Tera in Sfarad, after this uh, 1391 um, Gezeris. Now in the Sefer Yuchsin, to, the, written by Rabbi Avram Zuchus, so he writes that Rabbi Yitzchok was the son of Rabbi Yaakov. Rabbi Yaakov was a Talmud of Rabbi Chasdoi Krashkash, not the one, um, oh, I'm sorry, um, no, not the one that wrote the letter, I don't think. It must have been the original, a different Rebbe Chastoy Krashkash, because that Rebbe was like a grandson of a different Rebbe Chastoy Krashkash. Just chronologically, the, the Rebbe Yaakov is a Talmud of someone named Rebbe Krashkash, who was a Talmud of the Ran. Um, if I remember correctly, in the Shir on the Ran, we said there was a Tkufa that the Ran and two other Gedalim were put in jail. I think this was this Rebbe Chastoy Krashkash was put in jail um, together with him. 
And this Rebbe Ram's Chus in Sefer Yuchsin writes Shas Svarim. Rebbe Yaakov Kanpantain wrote Svarim. But Benoi Rebbe Yitzchak, his son Rebbe Yitzchak, Nikra Goin Castilia. He was referred to as the Goin of Castilia. Vani Reisi, I say. This Rebbe Ram's Chus says, I saw him when I was six or seven years old. Umishara upon of anyone who saw his face, Kimakabal Pnei Shechina. Was if you were seeing the face of the Shechina. And he writes, Niftar in Gimel, that Rabbi Kanpantain was Niftar in this year, Reish Chav Gimel, which is 1463. Now, in all of the historical um, pieces about Rabbi Kanpantain, which there are very few, and they're quoting different places, and not all the sources that they quoted, I found in those sources. Um, they all say that he died very old. Some say at the age of 103, which would mean he was born in Kofchaf in 1360, but I did not find at 100% a source, number one, that he was so old and, you know, what age he was. But this source we have that he died in 1463 that the Sefer Yuchsin writes, and he was alive at the time. He said he saw him at the age of six or seven. Now, Rebitzah Kanpantain was a reshiva in Zamora, Zamora, which we know is in northwest Spain. We talked about this with um, the Ein Yaakov. The Ein Yaakov um, was there, and uh, maybe the Marobach, his son, was born there, perhaps. In the Sefer Kavod Elikim from Avram Ibn Megash, he writes as follows, The great Chachamim told us, the Rebitzah Kanpantoid had many Talmidim of Hakim, many Talmidim Megidolea Talmidim. These he had the great Talmidim of Sfarad. Now he says a very interesting thing about him. When there was a, a, a hard halacha that they had to work on and understand, so he would tell them to be ma'ayin hetev kafi koicham. Each one of them should go and delve into it and think about it. And before they would come back, he would say to whoever was with him, each Talmud exactly what they're going to say pshat. In other words, he knew each Talmud's way of thinking and knew exactly what he was going to say. Um, and when they came, he was spot on. Everything exactly the way he said about each Talmud. He knew how they learned, how they thought, and he was able to say exactly what they were going to say. Because he knew the way they learned, he knew their Teva, and therefore he knew exactly what they were going to say. So that was the godless in his, in his chinuch of understanding each and every one of his Talmudim. Now the Maria Abuav and Simon Kufla Mates in his Pirish Alator and the Halach and Kufla Mates is talking about Ruchas Kriya Satayra, someone who lanes Hakira Baparsha. So it says over there that he has to um, prepare it beforehand. He has to be Masadaris Atchila, has to prepare it beforehand. Now he writes over there, the, uh, the Maria Abuav says that it's written the Rabitzuk Bar Asher. Not only was did he apply this Halacha by Kriya Satayra, when he taught his Talmidim, he applied it. He didn't want to teach his Talmidim any halacha until he reviewed it to himself four times. Umitam zes, who continues the Maria Buav, Meirenu, which they assume he means is Rabitza Kanbandain, Hayyamayin Bahalacha Yoiser Vyoiser Mikomashesh Bidarenuza, that he was Ma'ayin, he went into Halacha as much as possible, more than anyone in the generation. Even though his seichel, his intellect was greater than anyone in the generation, which sounds like he could have taught it on the spot. 
But he didn't teach it on the spot. He was ma'ayin over and over again. And I heard that he would say this. I heard him say it. It's not clear. As Musr for his Talmidim, that this is what you, what you, um, it seems clear that he heard it from him. This is what you have to do. And he would bring a riot from this Pasuk, which is this Pasuk. The Pasuk that the Paiskim, the Mishaburu over there, brings it down. He doesn't say it's an Eoiv, Chav Ches Chav Zayin, maybe the new Mishaburu, as they say, but the old Mishaburu, he just brings the Pasuk over there. Which Pasuk tells us you have to prepare the Kriya before? A Pasuk that says, He saw it and he said it over, Echina prepared it. And he delved into it. So that's the Pasuk that the Rabbi Yitzhakan Pantin would tell his Talmidim is the source that before you teach something, you got to review it, you got to go over it, you have to masader it, you don't just do it on the fly. Now the Beis Yosef in Simen Ayin Reish Hei in Yaradeya, um, when it talks, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, in Yaradeya, when it talks about um, being Yoytzei, the concept of psuches and stumais in uh, in Parshias and in, in, in Hilchas Tefillin you come across in Simulamid Bay is also the Mishabur over there handles it a little bit, but in a what's a, a parsha psucha and stuma, an open parsha, closed parsha, can't get into the details now, but there's big mach likes him, the Rambam and the Rush. And the question is, could you be to everybody? He says, Vikematsi, the Vir Lamari Ibn Khaviv, which is Rabyakav Ibn Khaviv, the Ain Yaqiv. So the Basaisiv is saying, I saw in the Ksavim of Rabyakim Khaviv, Shanaidalaisha Saifer Echan Mumcha, he knew about a expert cipher, that he was a cipher who was told how to do it from Rabbi Yitzchak Kanpantain. Now if you remember, as we're going to see in a moment, Rabbi Yaakov bin Chaviv was a Talmud of Rashmuel Valansi, and Rashmuel Valansi was a Talmud of Rabbi Yitzchak Kanpantain, all in Zamora, that's where the yeshiva was. So he says, so this, the Rabbi Yaakov bin Chaviv, he knew a cipher who was told how to do it, and he would do it in a way, the Beis Yosef is saying, that you're able to be all the shittas together, and you don't have to get into a machlek. So we'll get see this about this a little bit later in the year. In the Sefer Ayin Zeicher, or Ein Zeicher of the Chidah, he brings from a Sefer called Klolei Maram Danun, and it was a Ksav Yad, it was a, a manuscript, who was a Talmud of the Maria Buah, and he writes over there, Shamati, and I heard from my Rebbe, the Riyabuav, that he was Makabal from his Rebbe, Rebitzakan Pantain, Tam Hadover. A very interesting thing. We know there's a concept of Roiv, majority, called the Parish Miruva Parish. Whenever something is, uh, is separated, so we say we assume it came from the majority. However, there's a concept of Kavua. Kavua means if I go and take it from the place where it's mixed up, so I can't go with the majority, then we say it's equal. Mechsa, Mechsa. Kol Kavua. Concept that's uh, well known and, and is a very hard Lamdisha uh, concept. So says the Rebitsa Kanpantin, what's the reason for it? He says, because when we're looking about a person who went and took something, that's totally in the person's Bechira, in his choice. We're going with his Bechira. When we're going with his Bechira, so there's two choices either the, either Asr or Mutter. There's nothing else. It's a choice that he has to do. We have to say there's an equal chance he took one over the other. Masha'en came when it was parish miruba. When it was parish, that means it and its own was parish. We don't know how it got here. There were ten stores. Nine of them were kosher. One of them was treif. And the meat, and now we found it here. We didn't take it from the store. So that we say, since it wasn't a bal bechira, someone who's acting with choice, taking from one, it just on its own, it was parish. That you go with statistics. What's more mistaber to happen? 
already just it's a lamdish thing, but uh, that's he brings from his the Mariabua b'shem Revitza Kanpante. Now the Sefer Kabbalah, written by Rav Avram Shlaima, he writes that Revitza Kanpante was nifter in a city called Panafiel, which is about 150 kilometers east of Zamora. Achashavril of Kamatzaris, he had many tsaris, he writes, and he was Novenad, he was uh, he was um, wandering around Emasamalchus because of the Emasamalchus of the time. And again, we're if this were to, we're talking about in 1463, Inquisition was pretty stark then, right? For, this is really uh, a, a hefty t- a tough time in Spain. And he was running away, I heard he was running away from the officers. I don't know who that is. He went to the kever of this who's in the city of Panafiel, Panafiel. and um, after he uh, after he finished davening there, he turned to his Talmidim and he said, I'm going to pass away in eight days, and that's when he was nifter. Um, again, like we said before, everyone seems to say he was very old, 103. I'm not sure where the source is for that. If anyone has a good source for me, I would love to be able to uh, to, to see it. He has one sefer that we know called Darche HaTalmud or Darche HaGemara, and it's a Derech Halimud. It's a, he's teaching how to learn, especially if you remember, people didn't know how to learn. He's the one who reestablished Taira. He put Klalim in how to learn, how to be Ma'ayin, how to be Medayik, what the steps are. A fascinating sefer, which seems to be the foundation for all the Chachmei Svarad, who were many of his Talmidim and Talmidim of Talmidim for generations, as we've been talking about them in Svas, and so on and so forth. Um, at the end of the Sefer, he writes, and this is the interesting thing, he says, A person's wisdom only goes as far as his Svarim. He can only be as smart as the Svarim he has. And therefore, he says, a person should sell everything he has and buy as many Svarim as he has. The more Svarim you have, the more Chachma you have. They write over there in a footnote, there's no Makar and Chazal for this. And if anything, he seems to be the Makar for this. There's no, whoever's the footnote over there, writes that he has not found a Makar earlier than Rebitza Kanpantin for this saying of Marba Svar Marba Chachma. But later, they all seem to quote this. And he says, that's Rashi says, um, on the Mishnah, Uknei Purchase for yourself a chaver, a friend. Rashi says a second shot. It means purchase svarim. Ki sefer chaver toiv. Says The sefer is your good friend. And he says, Why do I have to own it? Let me borrow it. Someone who learns from borrowed svarim. Your life is hanging because they're going to need their sefer back. And you won't have your life anymore. It's your whole wisdom. So rather you should purchase for him as opposed to having the curse is referred to someone who learns from borrowed svarim. Okay. The Sefer Yuchsin continues and says, Who were the Tamid of Ritzah Kanpantain? Gimel Chachamim Rashi Yeshivas. Three Chachamim Rashi Yeshivas. Reb Yitzchak Dilion. Now just interestingly enough, this area where Zamora is in northwest Spain is called Leon. So Rabbi Yitzhak was from that area, de Leon, where the Zamora, the, the yeshiva was. He was Melumad Benisim. He was someone who had constantly had miracles happen to him. The Sefer Yuchsin writes, He was the, my Rabbi, Rabbi Yitzhak Abuav, the very sharp one. 
And the third one was Rashmua Balansi, Bar Orion Ubar Avon. He was someone who knew how to paskin, and he was the son of his father. The Kairi Hadaira says, what does he mean? Because his father was Rav Avram Balansi. We mentioned this, uh, I don't know, last week or the week before. Or the week before, I think it was, that um, by the Ein Yaakov, that the Shulchan Aruch in Kof Memalef brings down that uh, there were three Gedali Hadar that heard someone read the Torah incorrectly, the Mari Abuab, Rabbi Avram Balansi, Ubenoi Rav Shmuel Balansi. So these are the three Talmidim of Rabbi Yitzchak, the three biggest Talmidim, Rabbi Yitzchak Di Leon, Rabbi Yitzchak Abuav, and Rav Shmuel Balansi. Rabbi Yitzchak Abuav is our next Gado that we're now talking about. So the Sefer Yuchsin says that he was Nifter when he was about 60 years old in Reish Gimel in 1493. So that means he was born in about 1433. Now we have to clarify something. There are three Reb Yitzchak Abuavs in history, main ones at least, there are probably more. The first one is the Menoiris Hamar, the Sefer Menoiris Hamar. Now the Chidon Sheim Agdailim thought Lechatchila Ar Mari Abuav is the Menoiris Hamar. And then the end he says, uh, now I see that I'm not so sure I'm a Supuk. And it seems clear it's not. When the Menoiris Hamar exactly lived, we're not so sure, but he seems in the 1300s, 1400s, maybe the generation or two before our Rabbi Abuav. Then we have Rabbi Abuav that we're talking about, and in the Svarim he's referred to as the Rabbi Abuav Hasheni. And then there was a third Rabbi Abuav who was born in 1605, later on in Amsterdam, he's called Rabbi Abuav Hashlishi. It's not clear how, if they're related to each other, it's not clear, um, if they are, it's a, it's a common Spanish name, so therefore it's not 100% clear that they were related to each other, as far as I came across in my research. Our Rabbi Abuav called Hasheni, the Maria Abuav, we don't know exactly where he was born, we don't know who his parents were, we know very little about him. In the Tshuva Zera Anoshim, Evan Azermem Gimel, which we mentioned in the Shir An, the Ein Yaakov, Rav Yaakov Ibn Chaviv, he has a Tshuva over there, um, and we mentioned this Tshuva then in that Shir about Savlainus. Savlainus is the um, presence that a Chosin sends to his Kala, and there's a Shaila based on a Gemara, that do we have to be concerned that maybe he meant to actually be Mekadisher with those presents, and if that's true, if the Shidduch is off, maybe she needs a get. So we mentioned in the Shir there, so a different part of that letter he writes, that in those days, the Maria Abuav had not yet gotten married, even though he was already great in Chachma, he was already 30 years old, Ben Lamed Shonim, was about two years later, so he was 32. It's spelled with a gimel and with a g, but the way I understand it, it's like a y, butrago, b u i t r a g o. As we'll see in a moment, that was one of the places he was Rashiva. So the Maria Buav, he found the Shidduch, the daughter of one of the G'daylim of the city, who had already been Mishudachas to someone else. She was engaged to someone else. She had gotten presents from him. And then, when they got to the Chuppah, there was some type of argument, and they broke the Shidduch by the Chuppah, the, the first uh, Chassin, and immediately they asked the Maria Buav to marry her. Son of was at the Chuppah, it's not clear to me exactly. And he married her, and he wasn't worried about all those presents that the Chassin gave. So you see, the Maria Buav himself did a Misa that he didn't care that the Chassin gave presents, the original Chassin. He married that girl, obviously she's not married. 
V'achrei yamim, he says a little bit later, Nifter Eishas Rebitzak Di Leon, Rebitzak Di Leon's wife was Nifter, and he also married a Isha Chachamu Micheses with Yichos and Smart, and he said, I heard that from Edus Namana, she had, that she had already also been engaged to someone, she also got presents, and he also married her. Ayidei Pishnayim Edim Gedoyli Hadar, these two Gedoyli Hadar are Edim Yokim Dover, Valacha Lamaisa. So he proves from here the Ein Yaakov that you don't have to worry about Savlainus. Bechalasher Yavav Yachesh, anyone who comes and is concerned about it, Nira Kemaitzi Laz, Keneged Yesoidei, Vaamudei Gulusein Uzal. He's being Maitzi Laz on the foundation and the pillars of our Golos. The Maria Buav and Ritzik de Leon, who both married woman, women who had received these presents and not didn't worry about that as Kedushin. So the Reb, Maria Buav was a Rashiva in three places in Toledo um, and in a place called um, Guadalajara, which is spelled G U A D A L A J A R A. But uh, it's 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 written with a ches Guadalajara Guadalajara I think is the way you pronounce it and this other place um, Butrayo all these places are um, in Castile Toledo is south Castile and you go up towards the top um, these uh, three cities that he was the uh, Rosh Hashiva in he was the Rosh in. Now the Beis Yosef in Kuf Samaches in Arachayim and Hilchas uh, we're talking about bread that got cooked and the Shaila is when it loses its bracha and becomes a mezainus or something like that. He writes, V'heyid the Rabbi Yosef Pasi, who was a Talmud of the Maria Buav, was made that this Shaila was asked in Yeshivas Ma'or Gailas Ariel in the Yeshiva of the uh, head of the of the Galus, the 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 Illumina, the, the uh, Ma'or of the Galus. Um, the luminary of the Galus, Hagayin Maria Buah Bipumbi Gadol, was a big crowd, Shochachamim Vesayfrim, and amongst them was Hanesher Hagadol Maria Yitzchak Abarbanel. We mentioned this to share on the Barbanel, that he was there at that time, Revitzchak Abarbanel. We mentioned it from the Kesef Mishnah and Hilchas Brachas, Perakim Alachiches, and now we're saying it from the Beis Yosefikos Samaches. So he had, as we see here, a, a big yeshiva without. With a lot of uh, uh, Talmidim, not that the Barbanel was necessary as Talmud, but um, that's what the Beis Yosef brings down. In the Sefer Charedim, Perak Yudbeis Halachafalif, I think it is, he writes, Umatasi b'Tikune Zayar Kishashatzay Merkadish. The Charedim writes, I heard, I saw on the Zayar Tikune Zayar when the Shliach Tzibur says Kadish, the Tzibur would say Vayomer. So the Pasuk says that Hashem's name is missing. It's only Yud and Ahay. Till Amalek is eradicated, Hashem's name is not Shalim. So we're talking about Yiskado, Yiskado, Shmei Rabbah, by Kaddish, Hashem's name should become Misrabba, should become bigger. We mean it should be filled in with the extra letters. So therefore the Minig was that they would say the Pasuk, Vayoymer, Kiyadah, Keska, Mecham Hashem, Amalek, and then they would answer Yeh Shmei Rabbah. The Chein Heidu Azkenim, says the Charedim, the Zekenim, testified, Shayim Minig Zeb, Castilia, this was the Minig in Castilia, Bizman Rabbonim Agdoilim, in the times of the Rabbanim Gedolim, Harav Agayin Maria Bua, Veribitzak Di Leon Zasal, Vechein Aminig Hayoyim Bimekayim Azharbe. Now, the Beis Yosef in his Akdama, as we mentioned a few weeks ago, he says he got the Ksav Yad of the Ein Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov Ben Chaviv. He also, he writes before that, V'inimnei Baliyadi Bir, Roiv Sefer Archaim, L'Rabbeinu Agodom Maria Bua, I have 
the, uh, ex- the, the, the explanation of Roiv of Arachayim from Rabbeinu Hagadu Maria Buav, and he brings the Maria Buav, I didn't count, but this is what they say, over 200 times. Uh, most of the times, 168 or something, someone counted, he calls him Rabbeinu Hagadu. Now, <clears throat> um, in the Sefer, um, in the Seder, Eliyahu Zuta, we qu- quoted before, um, he writes, from the G'daylam of the Talmidim of Rebitzah Kanpantain was the Maria Bua, Rebitzah Dilon, um, and he also has Reb Yosef Chiyun, and Reb Shimon, someone who died, B'Kiddush Hashem, Ke'echad um, he died, Al-Kiddush Hashem, and that was by the expulsion from Portugal in 1498, um, he died, Al-Kiddush Hashem. And he writes the Sefer Azchu, the the I'm sorry the um, Elio Zuta the Seid Elio Zuta Min Arbasam from those four Yotza Teira B'Svar out of Portugal Teira went out in Spain and Portugal Uveret Hamayrev in the Western countries Kamokam Asher Holcho Holcho Bracha Liraglam wherever they went Bracha went to their feet with their feet Vilulehem and after them Kolsa Harara Teira the biscuit Teira would have been totally finished as we said. Rabbi Yitzchak and his Talmidim were the ones who brought Torah back to Sephora. Now, in 1492, the Maria Buav was expelled from Spain and he went to Portugal. Now, I saw in some of the historical accounts they say that the he, he already knew the the, Port, the 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 king of Portugal and he actually went there before the expulsion to ask him to accept those who were being expelled from Sephora. But I didn't find a a clear makar for that detail. We do know that he was known to the king of Portugal when exactly that happened. Now, he wasn't in Portugal very long, as we'll see, till he was Nifter, so maybe it was before. I- I'm not 100% clear. But the Marit in Chuvas, Chelek Bey, Simon Tezayin writes, Amru Maria Abuav, they said about Maria Abuav, he had one blind eye. Shayamelech Portugal Aymer, this is all from the Marit, the king of Portugal would say, I have two eyes in my kingdom that no one else in the world has. Now the first one he writes, now if you look in the Chuvas Marit that we have today, it says, Ein Nesher, the eye of the eagle. And everyone wonders what this eagle is. There's no eagle on the flag, there's no eagle on the emblem. What eagle is referring to? So if you look back, it seems, I saw there's all Marachas written about this, articles, if you look back at the original text of the Marit, it actually was not a nun, it was a gimel. The way he wrote gimels and that ksav was more like a nun. And it was actually ein gesher, some type of bridge. Now, nobody knows which bridge is referring to. What does it mean, the eye of the bridge? Articles written about this. But that's what it means. That's one eye that he had. And the second eye that he had was the eye of Rabbi Yitzhak Abuav. So, because so, he only had one eye. So that's what the Melech of Portugal would say. Now, in the Sefer Divrei Yosef, he says, why is it that the Maria Bua was blind in one eye? He writes, because at that time, whenever they were expelled, the Jews, from different places, now, I'm not sure if he says this means this happened in Portugal, or could be even in Spain, from region to region they were expelled. I'm not 100% sure. He says, wherever anyone accepted in, expelled Jews, they made a tonight with them, and they said, listen, you Jews are miracle workers, it's an interesting thing, and ever, if there's ever going to be a drought, you are mechuyev to make sure that it's going to rain. And if not, we're going to just throw you out again or kill you. So one time, wherever this was, um, there was some type of drought. And the Maria Buav got up to, to Darshan and to Davin. And first he darshan the Pasuk, Lanu Hamayim, Lanu Hamayim, Parshas told us. And then he went and he davened. Um, and uh, he cried out, And he said, 
and we are the ones who have to bring the rain down. And he was very stark, and he said, I'm not going to move from here until it starts to rain. And at that time, the, the, the sky became filled with clouds and it started to rain. However, when he came down from davening, from the Amud, he was blind. And it says, He only came down with one eye. That means he was missing an eye, he was blind in one eye, but it seems because he was Matiach, he was very strong. We find this in the Gemara. Levi, the Gemara says, also did such a thing. He became lame from that. And um, because of that, he lost an eye. Now, in that tshuva from the Marit, the Marit writes, Pamachas, it was once a story that the Maribarab was sitting on a stone, like a bench. And he had two Chashiva people sitting next to him, one on his right and one on his left. And they were saying things in Bitzachos, like joking things. The Miriabu was in a good mood, he was saying some jokey things, and he turned to his Talmud and he said, No, you say something jokey. So the Talmud said, I want to sit down. So he sat down. So now you have three people plus the Maria Buav on this rock. There's a passage in Zechariah that says, On one rock there are seven eyes. So now if you have three people who have two eyes, three times two is six, plus the, ma, the Marie Berav's one eye, so seven. So when he sat down, he said, Now there's eleven Nayim. And um, <clears throat> the Maria Buav told him, Oh, you know, it's a good thing that you're, uh, we're doing this in a joking way and I allowed you to do that. Because if not, your mom is like making fun of me. The Gemara in the Dharam Dafnun talks about a lady who made fun of Shmuel. He was short and he was fat and he was this and that. And they put her in Cherem and she died. So the, the, it's interesting, Tshuva, you want to look it up. The Marit's bringing a raya that when you use a Pasuk in a Derech Tachos, as a, as a, not say a joking way, but as a parable, you can't get insulted. Another person can't get insulted by the connotation of the Pasuk. Um, there was a Shiloh over there, Din Taira. Someone used the Pasuk and someone else. And in the Pasuk, he sort of referred to him as Bnei HaYavanim. So he says, you see from here that when you use a Pasuk in that type of way, you can't have Tainas on it. You can't be insulted. Um, now, so that's the story the way Marit brings it down. In the Seder Leo Zuta that we quoted before, he says it was actually uh, the four Gedolim that we're referring to, the four Tamidim, the um, Maria Buah, Rabbi Yitzhak Dilon, Rabbi Yosef Chiyun, and Reb Shimon were all on a rock, and the Chacham came by and said, look, seven eyes on one rock. And then there's another version um, that's brought down um, in the Divrei Yosef, that he says it was actually someone making fun of them. It was one of the Moranos making fun of them. Um, now, if you put these all together, those three Chachamim, Rabbi de Leon and Rabbi Yosef Chiyun, never made it to Portugal. So if this happened in Portugal, that's where he got blind from the drought. You can't, all these stories can't necessarily fit together, but these are the different versions. Now, let's talk about the Svarim. I'll try to finish up as soon as I can. The Svarim that he has that we have imprinted is a beer on the Ramban Alatayra. Um, Shita, which is Chidushim Amasech Tebeah, it's printed in a sefer called Shita Sakadmainim Amasech Tebeah. He has some Iyunim, some Torah on Bava Metziah, that is brought by Rebbe Tzala Ashkenazi in the Shita Mekubetzes. If you look at the title page of Shita Mekubetzes, it says, Uktsas Pepulim Lemari Abuav. And Daf Yud Beis Amad Beis, over there it says, Ad Kan Nimsa Mipilpa Maria Buav, Harav Shel Castilia. It says from here, this is all we have from the Torah of the Maria Buav, the Rav of Castilia. Now even though on Daf Nun there's another couple shtiklach there from him, but that's what it says there. He wrote a sefer called Nar Pishain, which is Drasha Salatayra. And he has some chuvas, random chuvas in the Sefer Shivainayim. At the end, there's a chuva from him there, or a couple. Mabit Chelek Gimel Simenun Ches, there's one chuva that he wrote. 
In the Hakdama Tanar Pishain, the publisher writes that he also had a Pirish on Rashi, on all four Turim and the Arba Turim. He had Shita Isla Masechtas, we only have Beya, but he has Chidusha Masechtas, and Chuvas Lafayim Ravavis, Lafayim Ravavis, and Chuvas by the thousands and tens of thousands. Now he himself mentions another one of his svarim called Kiryas Chana David. The Radvaz in Chayla Gimel, Chuva Elef Tezayin writes, Vidaki Nimse Etzli Pirish, the Riyabuava Yaradeya. He seemed to have the Pirish of the Maria Buavan Yoridea. Now, as we mentioned before, the Beis have had it on Arachayim. Now, in the Sefer Eretz Chayim, in Yoridea Ayin Reish Hay, that talks about, as we said before, how to write a Sefer Torah with the closed parshas and the open parshas, the Pays and the Samachs, he says, It's known that the Maria Buav was a Talmud of Ritza Kanpantain. Upay Irakaidish Svas, and here in Svas we have a Sefer Torah, Mucheses la Maria Buav, that is known as the Maria Buav Sefer Torah, Shalafia Kabbalah Masure Etzleinu, according to our Kabbalah, the Mari Beirav brought it with him when he came from Eretz Hamayra, Medina Samayra. So the Mari, um, the Mari, uh, Mari Beirav learned by the Maria Buav. And when he came from Spain and ended up in Eretz Israel, he brought the Maria Buav Sefer Torah with him. V'yitachin, this Sefer Eretz Chaim says an interesting thing. Could be he's the one who brought the Maria Buav's Pirish on Tur Arachayim and gave it over to the Beis Yosef in Sfas. Asher Misham Hitikham It is possible. <coughs> Beis Yosef finished up his Pirish in Sfas and then edited again in Sfas, so it's very possible that he did re- get it from the Mari Beirav. Um, now, what's his point? Vasefer Terek Suva Bitsuras Psuchas Estumas Karama. He says in the Maria Buav Sefer Torah, the Psuchas and Stumas are like the Rambam. Umizen Nira Ki Achumra Hanis Kerala Nispashad Afmein Talmid Deharav. If you remember, the Beis Yosef said that one of the Seifrim of the Rebitza Kanpantin told him how to write it according to the Chumras of everyone. And this Eretz Achaim is saying that even the Maria Buav's own Sefer Torah did not have those Chumras. So you see that even the Talmidim of Yitzhak Kanpantin didn't do his Chumra. Now, there's a very interesting story with this Sefer Torah, the Maria Buav. In Sefer Maise Ish, Chela Gimel, page Reish Chav Ches, about the Chazon Ish, it says as follows. The Chazon Ish had a thing, there's a Shalah had to write a Tzadi. We write a tzadi, there's a tzadi, and then there's a yud at the top, the right little leg at the top, little thing at the top is a yud. Now, in the Alpia Rizal, we have the yud as a regular yud. Alpia Rizal, it's like a backwards yud, a, a mirror yud, a backwards one. And the Chazanish held that was puzzle. He held his puzzle, you have to change your tefillin, your, your, your mezuzahs, he held his mamish puzzle. And in fact, once the Chazanish was in Sfas for a little bit with some Talmidim, he didn't take any aliyahs in the, in the shul because the Sifratera there were written Alpida Rizal, and he held the Now he had a Talmud who was with him in Revam Rappaport. And Revam Rappaport told the Chazanish that he once got an aliyah in the Sifratera, or he checked the Sifratera of the Maria Buav, and the Tzadis were taka backwards, like the Rizal. So he says, the Maria Buav is a Rishayim way back. How could the Chazanish say there's no Makar and it's puzzle? And the Chazanish told Hervam Rappaport, that's not the Sefer Torah of the Maria Buav. It's Nish the Sefer Torah of the Maria Buav. Couldn't believe it. What do you mean? This is the Maria Buav's Sefer Torah. So what happened? In those days, there was an old Yid um, who, who had been born in Sfas. And every day he would walk to Meiron, to Reb Shimbar Yechai for Vasikin. And the Bachram would walk around with him. So this Bachar's name was Rappaport, and this 
old man thought he was a Kayan. Most Rappaports are Kayanim. So on the way, as they were going, he said, don't step off the side of the path. There's Mason buried there. There's dead people buried there. He says, what do you mean? He says, because when I was a young child, we used to go on Lag Boimer from Tzvas to Meron. And once we went with the Sefer Teir, the Maria Buav, under big chuppahs with torches and fires, and unfortunately, something caught fire, and many people died. And they buried their mamash on the side of the road there. So Ravon Rappaport said, so what happened to the Maria Buav Sefer Teira? So this old man said that a lot of the Urias were taka burnt and ruined, and they had to restore it, and they added in new parchments and the ones that were burnt, they added it in to the old ones, so part of it is old and part of it is new. So when they got back to Tzvas, Ravon Rappaport went to the Maria Buav Sefer Torah, where he had seen the Tzadis with the backward Yud, and he realized that that must be the new part, and he rolled and he rolled till he got back to where he was able to see is a totally different type of parchment, the older one, and in the original Sefer Torah, the Maria Buav, the Tzadis were actually the way the Chazanish had it forward. And he says he realized the Chazanish was right when the Chazanish told him that's not the Maria Buav Sefer Torah. What he meant to say was those parchments are not the Maria Buav Sefer Torah, those were added in later like this story. It's a Paladikamaisa with the Chazanish. So the Sefer Yuchsin, as we said before, says, I'm sorry, the Sefer Yuchsin says that the Maria Bua was Nifter in Portugal in the year Reish Nun Gimel, 1493, seven months after the expulsion. So expulsion was on uh, Tishabav. So Tishabav to Elul to Tishrei Cheshvan Kislev Tevishvat Adar Nisan Ir. So it's about Ir, I'm sorry, Adar time, seven months, is about Adar time of 1493. He was Nifter. The says, I was there. And I gave a hespit on him. I spoke about him. And the words, Of Parshas Mishvatim. Now here we went into Galus and the Rabbi Nisham sent with us the Malach, the Maria Buav, with us. To lead us, but now he's no longer with us. <coughs> this is Rabitza Kabuav, the Maria Buav, and his Rabbi Rabitza Kanpantain, Gidoile Oilam, Schusam Yogain, Aleinu Valkal Yisrael. Have a wonderful day, everybody, and Kaltov.